Welcome to Cartoonist Cafe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey, author of Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, and Fantastic Four Grand Design. We're going Golden Age uh, today, man, looking at Captain Marvel uh, number 100 in a couple different versions by uh, C.C. Beck, Otto Bender, and, and staff. But first, I want to invite you guys to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available. That'll mitigate the kayfabe effect, which is what happens when we uh, show these books off early in the morning. Early afternoon, midday, those comics are uh, not able to be found so easily or affordably on the internet. Uh, so the earlier you see the videos, uh, the better chance you have of getting your copies if it's something that you're interested in. And if you watch these videos to the very end, you're really helping out the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel by pushing our videos out to a wider audience. We increase our subscriber base, makes it possible for us to continue uh, making, bring, bringing you uh, regular videos. So, uh, Tom and I were just sitting together, man, trying to figure out, like, what, what are we going to do for the next round of vids? And uh, Captain Marvel came up. Man, I know you're an Otto Binder fan. Yeah. And you like, uh, you're a magical thinker. You like, you like uh, whimsical comics. Captain Marvel feels about as whimsical as it could get. Mm -hmm. And I think it's high time that we start putting these Smithsonian books to a little bit more use. We did that with yeah. Action Comics 1's uh, Superman story and Detective Comics 27's Batman story. But this book is in a lot of people's hands. Lots of copies out there. Affordable copies out there, man. You're going to be able to find this thing. And it'll be our opportunity to like do a uh, little Lulu story mm -hmm. that a lot of people can get their hands yeah, on. Yeah, you can read along at home. Yeah, or do a Walt Kelly story that everybody can get their hands on reasonably easily. And the cool thing about this Captain Marvel story that we're going to look at from issue number 100 is that there's a couple forms that you can get uh, to, to read this thing if you don't have your original. Um, obviously, the, the Smithsonian book. But uh, this is probably... Uh, the Shazam Treasury Edition. It's probably one of the cheaper Treasury Editions that you could mm -hmm. get your hands on, and there's plenty of them out there. I always see this at, at comic shops, uh, but it reprints the, uh, the this four-part Captain Marvel Battles the Plot Against the Universe story, along with a bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah, some cool stuff in there. So, uh, let's, let's hop right in, dude. Uh, Otto Bender. Yeah, and this is like... You know, at the height of his powers, this, like this was uh, Otto Binder. This is like the best job he ever had, and he got really comfortable. This is like maybe like the halfway point or so, you know. And and he was just really comfortable with this universe, built like a, like a whole universe, a whole uh, tone, like a whole worldview that's just so much fun, and um, that we haven't really seen anything like it since. All the stuff that you see in here, you just can't help but think of the Alan Moore yeah. reinterpretation, <laughs> especially when. You know, the Marvel man is like in the storybook universe mm -hmm. with this guy. You know, this is Dr. Gorgonza yeah, or whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah, without his hair, yeah. And uh, it's all plot devices. That's that's the thing with these old yeah. comics. That's a sort of what makes them fun. Uh, everything exists just to get us to the next page. Mm -hmm. And I almost called him Dr. Gorgonza. Yeah, Dr. Savannah. Yeah. is uh, His idea is... Let's get deep. Like, I might not be able to fuck up Captain Marvel, but maybe I'll screw up that guy Shazam. Which, by the way, I had no idea that that wizard guy was called Shazam. Yeah. And I wonder how that works in DC canon when they seem to call him Shazam. Yeah, I mean, he he would be... Like, now in DC, Shazam is is the hero. Right. And, and But the wizard is, like, his era's Shazam. I see. We got that talking tiger. Yeah, Mr. Talkie Tawny. Um, and at this point, like... 
this is like the hundredth issue. They're trying to do something special, something that that references like the the history. But all of these elements are well worn. You like you're not going to pick up a Captain Marvel comic where you're not going to have some kind of recap of the origin. So here we are in the cave again for the millionth time where he got his powers. You know, talking to to Shazam and um, you know Savannah kind of overhears it and and kind of finds out. You know, you know he wants to find out more of the secrets. So he uh, kidnaps Mr. Talkie Tawny, the talking tiger. <laughs> and he wants to he wants to get his hand on Shazam Sh- Shazamium. Yes, yeah, sh- yeah, great inventiveness. Like yeah, coming up with the, the element Shazamium. Later on he invents Sylvanium. Yes. Uh, named after himself. And um this thing of like the the cat, you know, Mr. Tawny in a ball of yarn basically getting rolled around. It's it's a really like just fun um a visual and like a fun kind of like this 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 comic moves. Yes. And even within the panels, things move. It feels Cartoon like... Cartoon language. Yeah, it feels like, you know, the, the best of, like, those adventure comic strips where mm-hmm. one day you establish a bracelet, the next day you got to have your bad guy try to figure out how he's going to get said bracelet. And in this these, like, night scenes, you know, you think of C.C. Beck as, you know, sort of, like, cartoony, simplified, fun, but there is, like, some interesting, you know, illustrative things going on in, in the way the, uh, the the leaves are, like, dappled on the form. Yeah, good possibility that that work is all done by the other fella. Uh, in Shop Talk, the Will Eisner book with a bunch of interviews, uh, he interviews C.C. Beck. C.C. Beck basically, certainly around this era... He's drawing faces. He's <laughs> inking in faces. Yeah. That's pretty much the division of labor. Uh, he's making them all look the same. So, so this might could be uh, dudes from the team, and you'll see like little pieces of um, Mac Mac Rayboy, mm-hmm. uh, Bo- Captain Marvel Junior. Well, especially this one being like an issue length story, yeah. and it was like rare for somebody to do an entire issue totally. all by themselves. This is such a, an incredible little motif, man. And yeah. it's one of those things, like, drawing that over and over again would just drive me insane. <laughs> and I don't think that, uh, no, there's definitely lines here that are not there. I was going to say maybe just, like, did some sort of stat work. But, like, what would that be back in those, those $2 reproductions? Yeah. I mean, everything in here, like, this is stuff that has happened a million times. But, you know, you do this repetition for the creator for the readers, it kind of lulls you into like a like almost a hypnotic state, and then when you st- you can really start playing with things in interesting ways, which which they do in this story. Yeah, well, doing all this like recap stuff. Yeah, and, it's and recap, all but this... keeping it current. Sure, mm-hmm. but it 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 creates a situation where, like, you only need one or something. Like as a kid, as a kid, <laughs> as a kid grabbing them off the racks or something, it's like, oh yeah, I got a Captain Marvel. It was it was okay. Like I'll try something else next mm-hmm. month or next time or something. Getting our little intro piece. Yeah, I mean, if this is the only Captain Marvel story you read, it's a good one. It is, yeah. This uh, image of the guy with the earth, all that stuff, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a Hal Foster uh, that they're set of Sundays yeah. that they're referencing from Prince Valiant. It feels there. classic. It feels like something that would maybe be in a movie or and, and like Father Time and yeah. Baby New Year and yeah. stuff, you know? Unmistakable, unmistakable Mac Rayboy artwork right here yeah little cards you can you can cut out and just, almost like uh you, you can make a flip book have so so sublime and i swear to god like 
isn't the name of one of the Marvel characters of Freddie Freeman or something? Like, super, it's super close. Mm-hmm. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that we make in stores now. Tom Shioli has Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, complete biography about the, the man behind the Marvel Universe in one handy bound volume, two, 300 pages worth of material there. Fantastic Four Grand Design is still on stands. That is Tom's version of the complete Fantastic Four story in one handy volume. On the racks right now is Red Room Trigger Warnings, four issues of that on your local comic shop racks at this very moment, but the Trigger Warnings trade paperback is coming out September 2022, and Jimmy has Hulk Grand Design, Monster and Madness are in your comic shops today. The single issues, 40 pages apiece, telling the complete story of the Incredible Hulk, and uh, around Christmas time, comes the treasury edition of Hulk Grand Design with fluorescent ink on that cover. So that thing is going to stand out uh, a mile away. Now that we're done paying the bills, please support our comics. Let's get back to the video. So Billy Batson, like they just witnessed the origin of Captain Marvel. Yeah, they went back in time, witnessed the origin of Captain Marvel um, you know, like Back to the Future Part Two style. Yeah. You know? So, so Doctor uh, Savannah, like he failed his mission to start, but that doesn't stop him. Yeah, he's he he can find another angle on all this, and and further playing out this gag now. Talky Tani's starting to roll away. He's figured out a way to like roll himself to safety, and then cuts himself loose, and then. And remember, as nice and gentle as he is, he's he's still a tiger, so he can, <laughs> he can attack with the tiger strength. Has a special, like, rope lasso gun. I like the silhouettes here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really sharp. And we're getting into the little Gargunza plane. But Savannah, he's a, he's a smarty pants, man. So once he gets around the public, and they're all just, like, watching some street performer or something. <laughs> and this this was mainstream comics. This was a mainstream... Like, this, this outsold Superman, you know. They said, they said it could be uh, two to three million copies a month mm-hmm. of this would... Uh, would be doled out when when you would talk to people from that generation about comics a lot of times this would come up and i've seen like interviews with larry king with stan lee and larry king saying so you did captain marvel right you like like larry king remembers this from when he was a kid and he he, he thought that marvel was involved in that right you know and and the name marvel has a cachet you know like like in the 60s had a cachet like it was it was something you'd want to have largely because of this stuff right the gag that um Billy Batson and Savannah are roughly the same size and shape, just like a slightly different body language. He's got a little more, more of like a hunch to his walk, but that they can like disguise themselves as each other and <laughs> pulls off his little head. It's really frightening. Yeah. Well, you could see how, yeah, how like Alan Moore and, and others um, would see like, you know, the sinister uses you could put to this stuff. So now we have to have some urgency to the story. Now Shazam, the, the little wizard, He's going to dissolve in like 24 hours if he doesn't get his bracelet yeah, back. Yeah, bracelet. Goes to the to the Rock of Eternity. Um, Alan Moore in Tom Strong did a Tom Strong story that's basically this, but, you know, with the Tom Strong characters. Sitting on his high horse is Dr. Savania. Yeah, basically a ruler of the universe, you know, from his throne. And how many of these panels did they do? Yeah. It's almost like you could just cut them out. Well, that's... Um, it, with, uh, you know, Mac Raboy was... Um, infamous for sort of cutting and pasting uh like you can you see the exact captain marvel jr like flying through the air the exact right. <laughs> side view that's so good 
but yeah, I mean, it just it just moves. It's so much fun, and it's like it. This this is kind of like an era before um, c- comics got kind of like sectioned off, where it's like okay, superhero comics are a little more serious. Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are in a completely different area. This is where it's like those 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 borders are are a little more uh, liquid. This has it all. Yeah. This has it all. And and the fact that like the the main superhero has polka dot eyes. Right. Yeah. Like there's there's absolutely something to that. You know, see see mm-hmm. understanding comics or whatever. Now these like it's it's very rare that like I I laugh at loud re- out loud reading a comic, but like these sequences with like the multiple savannas, there's just uh, it's just very funny to me. It's really good yeah. stuff. And it just I mean it's it's an absurdist comic yes. of of the, of the highest order. You know, he's just going to create more of himself so that he could do more damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's such a shit, you know. He just you know, and and this great like anatomical cutaway. We see what the important bits of the human body the are. The gizzard, the toe, <laughs> the gizzard. And and yes, it, it is kind of uh, you know, odd and and perverse like all these like dismembered you know robot bodies and sticking brains in and the shazam wizard is telling captain marvel like just do whatever he says and and the payoff for that is silly as fuck Mm -hmm. in this thing because here he is creating all these dudes it's almost like uh the henchmen in the batman uh, Mm -hmm. movie with with all the uh cesar romero and all those guys yeah, they're li- little liquid, names written on their shirts. Liquid constituted bad guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze dried bad guys. <laughs> and, and yeah, they're all just like, poo. <laughs> like I love all this stuff they're yelling at. <laughs> Red cheese. So the Rock of Eternity is the center of the universe. So his idea is bring all these dudes to the center, and just let them. Yeah. Go through time s- and destroy out. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, this is like this is how I I always thought of like. Um, the Baxter building as being this like hub of like different realities and you see the different places they go off to to eternity to the future you know all these like alternate universes and stuff so Captain Marvel decides you know I've been making all these savannas for Dr. Savannah I'm just gonna make one to destroy yeah you know um, you don't see this in superhero comics where it's like he, he, he just has like emotion that and, and he just wants to do something petulant as a superhero like he's like i just want one of these things to beat up and he goes at it you know he just like demolishes D- it destroys it and he's like it solves nothing but i feel so much better yeah. that's such a youthful thing it's like little kid like punch your little yeah. brother or something and it's like it feels good it's an interesting flourish it's an interesting flourish and and i don't i don't know that anybody but otto binder could you know could have come up with that so he just goes back rebuilds some more savannas, but he gets the whiff of inspiration. If I'm creating these little raisin prune douchebags, maybe I could create a fresh Captain Marvel. Look at that chassis. Yeah, that, that you know, who knew he was that muscular under there? <laughs> um, and this is like when uh, uh, Fawcett, the makers of, of Shazam, gets sued out of business you know, DC immediately scoops up all the all the parts that they destroyed. And Otto Binder goes over there and brings a lot of his whimsy to Superman. So you start getting Superman duplicate robots and, and stuff fun. like that. So here, here he is, man. I like to think that it's like, you know, George McMurray or whoever. The Fred first, McMurray. Fred McMurray yeah. 
and and this guy at Jackson Bostwick, and then, <laughs> and then the that, secondary and then, robot, and then that modern day dude who was in like that movie that came out a year or yeah. two ago. It really almost looks like Fred McMurray. Yeah, you know who else it looks like? Um, they say Adam Carolla. It, no, it's supposed to be Otto Binder. That like uh, after a while, CC Beck just from working with Otto Binder, like t- turned it into like a drawing of him. And he's got fun. kind of the 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 full cheeks and the smile and the curly hair. So not only does he create a new Captain Marvel, but he's creating a new element. Yeah. Marvelium. Yeah, so you had Shazamium, Sylvanium, Marvelium, and it is like, uh, you know, you think about all the variations of kryptonite and stuff that come out under uh, Otto Binder's watch. It makes me think about just like in the real world, like you remember, like you have the periodic table of elements and then there are those like offshoot ones that have some... They're, yeah, they're like Human. the man-made ones. Yeah, yeah like the, the sort of nuclear ones that, that aren't uh, plutonium or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Alan Moore played with this stuff, this kind of stuff, a ton in Supreme. There was Supremium in Supreme. And this is an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the, he's the only one in the universe who can shape Supremium, which is enough, like, that's a Silver Age Superman kind of thing, you know? Yeah, so... He's just going to create a little box to put his uh, Sylvania in. <laughs> yeah, I lo- like getting all these savannas together. It's just it's such a great situation. Or Shazam is just dematerialized. Like, every time we see him at this point mm-hmm. in the game, he's just becoming more rictus and fucked up and harmed. And Sylvania is just getting he's tougher. I love ha- cutting the through the drawing yeah. with the white. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Marvel, Shazam, whatever you want to call him, he he enjoys his job. Like he enjoys his life. He he he's got a big fucking smi- <laughs> smile on his face. Just giving a little fair a little one. bop, yeah, a little fair one. What uh, what Mike Tyson said about punching dudes in the chin? Like you don't want to have a flesh hit. You want to hit a home run. And what, he, what he means is you just want to glance at it. Because if you just glance it with the punch with like one knuckle, you're going to send that jaw to the side of his face. Yeah, yeah put some English on it. <laughs> There's our Shazam right before he gets his bracelet mm-hmm. back. So we only yep. had seconds of time. Just in the nick of time, you know, serial kind of stuff. Gets it back and uh, all, all is right with the world. And then they have a little ad, for, you know, keep this thing up, we're 100 issues in, here's to 100 more. I think they got to 150, Okay. something like that. So so there are, you know, maybe three three or four years left to go. And I, and, I, and I wonder, it's like, it's like uh, could there have been like 500 comics with Marvel Family, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel Jr., and anything, like, you know, yeah, yeah. a thousand I, comics? I mean, it, it feels like a gold, like, you know, truly a golden age. It's it was it, it's you know really a little bit infuriating. You know that that it came to an end and had to. But I I feel like it could have gone. I mean, it obviously you know uh, migrated into Superman. Yeah. You know, it, 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 like a, a way way watered down version of this. It was cur- It was clearly a formula that worked because. Yeah. Kind of like the Ninja Turtles, right? Like they mm-hmm. they go to France and they work there. They go to Britain, right. they work there. Like this was reprinted in the UK. It goes away for those for those legal reasons you mentioned earlier, and they just don't miss a beat. Yeah. And Marvel Man comes out, you know, the next month. Yeah, they take off his cape, you <laughs> right. know, change his hair color, and uh, go on business as usual with the new team. So there's there's something to this. 
that is evergreen. Yeah, you know, when, when like, uh, Jeff Smith did, yeah. like, a Shazam comic, it seemed like a perfect fit. And it feels like, even though there's other influences and stuff like that, it feels like Bone is kind of, like, out of this same tradition. Almost, I can see that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. No doubt, man. For sure. Uh, really fun uh, to look through a classic Golden Age Captain Marvel comic in total. You know, we did uh, a video on that great uh, sort of graphic novel, the like, you know, 25-parter uh, reprint that Chris Pitzer had. Uh, yeah. So we'll pull that video up. That, that'll that be in the link in the description. The, the only time I've read that was at Pitzer's house. Yeah. I just like sat down and read the whole thing. Yeah, he like took photos of us, like, mm -hmm. like going through his library and shit. But uh, such a pleasure to get something like this on, on the channel. And uh, I implore the kayfabe community, go out, find this book, because uh, I easily can imagine us doing Little Lulu episodes and uh, Walt Kelly episodes using this material because you need, you need like, I got, you know, thousands of pages of Little Lulu. Yeah. I have five years worth of pogo strips. Where do you begin? And how, mm -hmm. do you, how do you share it? Maybe you share it with an anthology that a lot of people have on, on tap yeah, at the very moment. I mean, it's, it's where I started. Like, this is the first Shazam story I sat down and read, um, Little Lulu. This is my introduction to Little Lulu, you know? Yeah. Yeah, great sample of AEC Comics. Great book to have. We did a yeah. video on it uh, at large in a macro sort of fashion. Expect some micro vids to come from this, uh, no doubt. Tom, tell the people what you have out there. Uh, check out Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics. Fantastic Four Grand Design. Uh, go to my Patreon, patreon.com. Search Tom Scholey. Check out American Barbarian. And uh, go to my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. Red Room Trigger Warnings trade paperback is uh, going to be in store September 2022. Murder on the Dark Web, Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. You got to pre-order these comics at your local comic shop. Let them know that you want to have a copy of it. If the comic is banned in your country or your comic shop, you got to go to my link tree in the description below this video. You can order and pre-order current and fresh and future Red Room comics through that link. You can read the comics today. All of Red Room, the anti-social network, all of Red Room trigger warnings today on my Patreon. Three bucks gets you to the archive there, and I'm serializing the next round of Red Room comics there before they hit paper. Several pages out right now, new strips every Tuesday. We have a spread shop where we have uh, cartoonist kayfabe swag uh, up talking. Fanny packs, t-shirts, baseball caps, and uh, if you want to have a particularly nerdy child, get them a cartoonist kayfabe onesie. Supports the channel, makes it possible for us to keep uh, going, and we put uh, all our money back into the production of, uh, of the channel. Uh, without further ado, Tom, Jim is not here. We got to get the hell out of here and get back to work. Give them the marching order so we can be on our way. Read more comics.